This morning, we are continuing our Messianic Jewish uh, Discipleship 101 series, and I would like to raise the question, why emunah? Why faith? And I have three points. First, we need faith to please God. Second, we need faith to stand firm even as we need to stand firm to have faith. And third, we need faith to serve God. Let's begin with number one. We need faith, emunah, to please God. The author of Hebrews, Messianic Jews, writes in chapter 11, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. And then let's all say this next part together that's in bold. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Let's say that again. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. From the time that I was eight years old until the time that I was 16, I was a believer in Yeshua, but I was not a disciple of Yeshua. In high school, I stopped attending the Messianic synagogue. My Bible was well used, though, as a prop for my alarm clock. I didn't pray, and I had no interest in serving the Lord. My dad would quote scriptures to me, but it made me upset when he did this. I remember once saying to him, Dad, can't you think for yourself? Then one night, out of desperation, I wiped the dust off of my Bible and randomly opened it up to Hebrews chapter 11. I read about all these disciples of Hashem who put their faith into action. I read the words, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Those words jumped off the page and into my heart. My eyes were opened to what it meant to live life fully. And that night, I made it my resolution to be a disciple of Yeshua. The next morning, I began the journey. Pleasing God is the purpose of life. Let me say that again. Pleasing God is the purpose of life. Even as Yeshua said in John chapter 5, verse 30, I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. The other day, I went to Food Lion and purchased two tabs of Turkey Hill Mint Chip ice cream. Anyone here like Turkey Hill Mint Chip? All right, we're in the same uh, team here. Yeah. 
We're in the same club. When I arrived home, I was deep in thought about something, and I totally forgot to bring the ice cream into the house. Finally, I remembered, but as I came back into the house, I went back to the car, I got, I got the ice cream, I brought it into the house, but as I, as I came into the house, the phone rang, and so I put the ice cream on the desk to take the call. After the call, guess what happened? I forgot about the ice cream again. Finally, I remembered and took it off the desk and put it away. Again, I was deep in thought about something while I was doing this. About an hour later, I went to get a glass of pineapple juice, only to discover that I had put the ice cream in the refrigerator rather than the freezer. What's the point of the story? The point is that we forget about things. And one of the things we often forget is that the purpose of life is not to please ourselves, but the purpose of life is to please our Father in heaven. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9, and let's all say this together. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. Our primary reason for seeking to please God should be to please God. But it's also okay to rejoice in the fact that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. The rewards that he bestows are endless, from righteousness to healing to hearing our prayers to giving us our beshert, our match made in heaven, and even making our earthly parents cavell, even making them proud of us. Last night, I received a text from my mom who wrote, she, she wrote, quote, Washington Jewish Week has you listed on the lecture series at Georgetown University on the back of this week's issue. Isn't that something? Washington Jewish Week. My mom, you know, got it, turned it over, and then she sees her son's name on the back. I know my mom was really proud to see this. But the fact of the matter is that it is nothing that I did. I have just been seeking to please the Lord. And in his good pleasure, he opened the door for me to give a lecture on Messianic Judaism at Georgetown University on April 16th. That's the Lord. That's the Lord for you. Sometimes God will express his pleasure over our faith-filled desire to please him by transporting us out of one situation and into another. Does anyone here want to be transported out of a situation you are dealing with? Anyone here want to say, Scotty, beam me up? <laughs> well, the Lord did this with Hanoch, Enoch. We are told in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5, by faith, Hanoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased 
God. If you're in a situation that you want God to take you out of, my recommendation would be follow in the footsteps of Hanoch and seek to please God, and he will beam you out of that situation. In sum, walking by faith is a life of seeking to please God. And when we please God because of his good pleasure, we experience unimaginable blessings. And this brings us to my second point. We need faith to stand firm, even as we need to stand firm to have more faith. When I was preparing for my bar mitzvah at a, the conservative synagogue that I grew up in, I, I grew up attending a messianic synagogue on Friday nights, and then on Saturday mornings, my mom brought me to the conservative synagogue. Well, as I was preparing for my bar mitzvah, the rabbi once called me into his office, and he said to me, David, I know that your mother is a conservative Jew and attends our synagogue and that your father is a Messianic Jew, and that he attends that other synagogue. But I would like to know, what are you? And I said to the rabbi, without hesitating, and again, it's only the Lord who could have done this. I said, I think that Yeshua is the Messiah, and that our rabbis must have missed it. But I think God still wants me to be a Jew. My rabbi, who was very wise, responded, well, David, you know that is not the answer I was looking for. But I will still bar mitzvah you because I want to expose you to authentic Judaism. For him, conservative Judaism was authentic Judaism. How could those words come out of my mouth? It's because the Lord gave me faith to stand on at that moment. The Lord gave me faith, and I was able to exercise that faith at that moment. Baruch Hashem. Even though I was not a disciple of Yeshua at the time, I was a believer in Yeshua. And I had faith, a faith that enabled me to stand firm in the rabbi's office. When I look back, I realize that that was a formative moment in my life, a moment when I chose or decided to stand with Yeshua. We all have these kinds of formative moments in our lives when we are called to take a stand and exercise our faith to go God's way or my way. When those moments come, notice them, be aware of them, and stand firm. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, he says, let's all say this together, it is by faith you stand firm. One more time, it is by faith you stand firm. When I was a PhD student at Cambridge University, almost every day I would visit my college, Selwyn College, and walk through the beautiful entranceway. Let's uh, show a pic of that. That's uh, 
when I was graduating, it's my, oh, if you can go back one, Robert, just to go back to that pic. So there's uh, my father and Elisa came for my graduation. And you see the uh, Greek words at the top of the entranceway there? All right, uh, let's go to the next uh, picture, Robert. Okay, so we can see this a little better. This is for David Ween, who is studying Greek right now. These words on this gate are a quote in Greek from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. And these words say, Stekete en te piste andrizeste, which are translated, stand firm in your faith. Be courageous. Literally, andrizeste, be men. Every day when I would go into my college, I would walk through that gate, and I would read those words, Stekete en te piste andrizeste. Stand firm in your faith, David. Be courageous. Be a man. I want to encourage us all to stand firm in our faith, to be courageous, and to be men, and to be women of God. Perhaps when Paul wrote this, he was reflecting on Isaiah chapter 7. Here we are told that King Ahaz, the king of Judah in the 8th century BCE, was, we're told, quote, shaken as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind. Why was he so shaken? Because he was afraid of sudden disaster. Hashem said to King Ahaz in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 9, Im lo ta'aminu ki lo te'amenu. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. We need faith to stand firm. But we also need to stand firm in order to grow and increase our faith. Yaakov, the brother of Yeshua, writes in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. He says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Now, do we believe this? Is this God's word? Yes, this is God's word, so it's true, right? Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that, let's all say it together, the testing of your faith develops perseverance. That's right. And perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If we want to grow, if we want to become mature, if we want to become complete in our faith, then we must have perseverance. And in order to have perseverance, we must be tested in our faith, pure and simple. And that's how it is. By being tested in our faith and standing firm, we grow in our faith. And this brings us to my last point. Yeshua says to Philip, uh, uh, my last point is the third point, we need faith to serve the Lord. We need faith to serve the Lord. Yeshua says in, Phil, in um, John chapter 
14, verse 12 to Philip. He says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Is this possible? Can we do even greater things than what Yeshua did? He raised the dead. He healed the blind. He turned water into wine. He shared the Besora with thousands of people. Can we really do greater things than he did? Is the Bible the word of God? Is it true? It is. Then we must accept that this is true, that we can do even greater things than Yeshua did by his power and by his grace. So the answer is yes. But what is the secret to being able to do this? Yeshua said, I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing and more. That is the secret, my brothers and sisters. We have to have faith in Yeshua during the good times and during the difficult times. We have to have faith in Yeshua to serve the Lord. Recently, I purchased two online domains. Do you want to hear what they are? The first is jewsinpews.com. The second, the second domain is imstilljewish.com. Why did I purchase these domains? Because I have a vision to build a website that will reach out to Jews in churches, hence Jews in pews. By the way, these are not pews. These are benches. Yeah, these are Jews and Gentiles in benches, but at the local church, it's Jews in pews. Okay. Just so we're clear. I have a vision to build a website that will reach out to Jews in churches so that we can build a bridge between them and how, how large are them? More than a million of them. There are more than a million Jews in churches. And I want us to build a bridge between them, our brothers and sisters in the churches who are Jewish, and the Messianic Jewish community. Do I have time to do this? No. Do I know what the website design will look like? No. Do I know what I'm going to say on the website? No. So why am I doing this? Because the Lord gave me a vision to do it. And so I choose to walk by faith and not by sight. This website will come to pass, and it will happen in God's timing. But I needed to exercise the faith of purchasing the domains and beginning the process of putting my faith into action to see this impossible dream of reaching that more than million Jews and churches and bridging them to the Messianic Jewish community. In order to see this impossible dream come to pass, I had to begin the process of exercising faith 
even as I serve a God who, we are told in Romans 4, calls things that are not as though they are. Margaret's saying, yes, that's right. Amen. Has the Lord given you a vision to do something? If so, I encourage you to take concrete steps of faith to see this vision come to pass. Yeshua said in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Amarta kol yuchol hama'amin. Everything is possible for him who believes. Let us walk by faith and not by sight, my brothers and sisters, so that we can serve the Lord. Today, we have continued our series on Messianic Jewish Discipleship 101, and we have asked the question, why Amunah? Why faith? And we've put forward three reasons. First, we need faith to please God. Second, we need to have faith to stand firm, even as we need to stand firm to have more faith. And third, we need faith to serve the Lord. Let's pray.